1: 182 and i'm really excited to be with you tonight because we've got a jam packed show i've had a great week i look forward to the show all week long and this week is no different from the last few it's we've got some great surprises on the show um coming up if you listen to tags podcast episode 181 that came out on uh tuesday you will know that i talked to porn star dante cole who's in a brand new documentary called Porn Star Pandemic. And I watched the documentary that it's about follows the lives of three top porn performers out right now uh, as well as two newbies. And it's during the, they filmed this in the springtime. So essentially they are uh, going behind the scenes and telling how they're making it work without shooting scenes during the, the coronavirus. And it was, it was really riveting. The film comes out this coming Tuesday, July 28th, so you can watch my interview on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash tags podcast, and while you're there, like us and subscribe to us. Um, but on this episode of Sex with Stevie, I will be talking to another porn star who's in the film Porn Star Pandemic, the documentary, like I said, that comes out this Tuesday. D'Angelo Jackson is my guest today. He will be calling in in a little bit. Our sponsor right now, um, Manscaped, Manscaped 3.0. And I just put it in the notes on comments on tagspodcast.com, because you guys can get 20% off everything on their site. And I just had to talk about it really quick. This is the Manscaped 3.0. It's really, I used it yesterday because I was gonna go lie out on my rooftop to do a couple promo videos, and I realized uh, there's a little bit weeding needing to be done here. It's got this LED light that lights up, which is really cool, so you can see what you're doing. It's got two different blades, and the best part, it's completely safe, which is what I really like about it. You're not gonna get those nicks or anything. So I love this thing, and it's just, it's waterproof. So you can take it in the shower. Um, I love everything about it, and it's my go-to right now. You can get this too and get 20% off. Manscaped.com and get 20% off everything in there, including these products, and just use our promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at checkout. So I've got D'Angelo Jackson on the phone, porn star extraordinaire. He's in a brand new film called Porn Star Pandemic. It's a documentary that comes out this Tuesday, this coming Tuesday on VOD. Um, First of all, D'Angelo, how you doing? You're in Atlanta? Yes, I'm in Atlanta. I'm doing, um, I'm doing as well as can be during this whole crazy time. Um, so yeah, yes. I'm
2: out here in Atlanta just, you know, holding it down, so
1: to speak. It's <laughs> interesting because I've been watching, I'm a news junkie certifiable. And as we all are, I assume in Atlanta, your, your guys' COVID numbers have not been the greatest. And so I'm just wondering, um, what's life like? You know, what can you tell us about Atlanta? Right now, and, you know,
2: it's pretty much it's, um, everything is pretty much open. The bar is open. Um, You're There's kidding. really no limit. You no know, restaurants. I mean, for the most part, most restaurants are open with some limitations. You know, um, if you are there, you, you know, once you sit outside, there's stuff like that. It just varies depending on the, uh, the business. But for the most part, Atlanta is um, is open. It's not as busy, obviously, as, as it normally would be. But um, yeah, we're pretty much open down here which is why the numbers are skyrocketing right now so
1: it's just really just being accountable for for yourself and just you know staying hunkered down as much as you can exactly um so in this film you shoot um it's called porn star pandemic and you shot it i understand you shot it in the spring and the producers asked you to kind of each of you shoot sort of like a day in the life, if you will. So, for example, we saw a video of you working out. Uh, You took us kind of on a tour. Um, I want to commend you because between you and there's another uh, porn star in the film, Dante Cole, I really liked your guys' footage. It felt like I was watching kind of like a, a reality TV show. You got great footage. Um, Can you just first tell me where in Atlanta do you live? Because it looked gorgeous. It looked very, I love nature. I mean, I live in New York City, but I love nature. Where do you live in Atlanta? I mean, you don't have to tell us the address, but you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 no, I'm actually out um, in Stone Mountain, which is maybe
2: like 25 to 30 minutes from downtown Atlanta. So I'm really out here um, in the forest, so to speak. Um, So you can hike up the mountain and it's great exercise and it's a great way to also social distance. While getting in, you know, um, just you know,
1: taking in nature and having like a great workout, if you want to.
2: Well, so, one, yeah, I'm, yeah.
1: Well, one of the things you mentioned in the film is normally you would be traveling around for gigs or, or you know, for shooting scenes across around the country. Well, obviously everybody was hunkered down where they live. Did you get to kind of? Because you kind of allude to it in the film. Did you get to kind of? explore where you live um in a new way
2: absolutely it's so funny you would ask a great question because because of the pandemic i've actually been forced i've never been someone who really enjoys nature (laughs) so (laughs) i've kind of been forced to really get out there just really just walk around the neighborhood you know and and i'm like man this is this is like really 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 beautiful and just to really um Just, just to be in the moment, and I was gonna ask. I've lived out here in Stone Mountain actually for like two years now, and I've never hiked up the mountain, which is embarrassing even saying. But it was because of this pandemic that I just, I took you know the opportunity to really um, do it. And I just, man, this is gorgeous, and it's something that I do often now.
1: Well, it does look extremely gorgeous. And uh, we were talking offline and you haven't even seen the movie, but it's it's yet even though you're in it and you'll see the footage that you shot. But one of the things that cracked me up is you said, which I think we can all relate to, as you say, every day has felt like Groundhog Day. Uh, I mean, I know (laughs) I know what that means, but what did that mean for you and, and your lifestyle?
2: Well, you know, coming from, like I had mentioned, was just coming from just bouncing around and traveling and just being on the go, 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 working, being booked and busy, just to everything just to come to a complete halt, you know, just stop. It's like, wow, this is just, for me, just, you know, having to wake up and essentially every day just felt like the same day over and over again. <clears throat> and that can become exhausting, so you just have to just, you know, think outside the box and just, you know, try to, you know, make every day a little different. You know, just to keep your sanity, you know <laughs> for me i i planned on going on a vacation after um my trip to Las Vegas, which was March twelfth this is right before everything shut down, so <clears throat> I was going on vacation and you know for a couple weeks you know I was gonna be ready to come back and now so it's like I've been on vacation since March, essentially. It's like a forced vacation, so but, it's taking, you know, um, some
1: adjustment. <clears throat> but one of the things I really like about the film is that you're really not on vacation because you've kept, I mean, you state in the film that fortunately you've you've shot scenes, months, maybe in 2019, and, the, and right. you've had material coming out all year long, thank goodness, because you're sort of at the top of your career right now, which is awesome, but, um, it's not like you were really on vacation because so much of your work, from what you've stated, is about social media. And did you find yourself working more with like the pay- the content-driven sites like OnlyFans?
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's also been, you know, um, an adjustment because when I'm home here in Atlanta, I, I'm normally, I'm you know, I'm kind of like homebound. I'm kind of like a homebody. So I'm really, I'm just here just to regroup and to recharge. So I'm not really shooting too much. Behind the scenes, or you know, um, only fans content, if I'm being honest, because okay. I'm, just, I'm trying to essentially you know, retard myself from <clears throat> my trip while I've been filming or whatever the case may be. So, but with this pandemic, you know, um, that's another source of you know, income that's coming in. So, it's like one of those things now my only fans that have, have become essentially like a, a job to try to you know, shoot stuff because for me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that person just you know, shoot random content. Unless I really have to, so that's definitely been um an adjustment that I'm still trying to to get adjusted to because I want my fans to see
1: um what I am doing outside of um filming or or gigs so did you find that the film gave us even a bigger look at what your life really is like in Atlanta, kind of a behind the scenes look
2: absolutely, absolutely and um I'm one person who is private, but I thought. I found it very fun and you know um, entertaining, <laughs> just just to give some of my fans um, just a small taste of a week or just a day in a day of of what I like to do, um, and, and the changes that I've had to make with this whole pandemic. So um, it's definitely interesting.
1: Yeah, I think social media is so much a part of your career now. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming if we had if we talked to porn stars of the '80s and '90s when we didn't have social media. There was probably like, oh no, I don't want people to really know the real, you know, the other person. I mean, so many porn stars don't go by their real names, so there's sort of this wall, this fantasy that you don't want to break. But with yeah. today, it's like it's a part of it, right? You need to kind of
2: absolutely, absolutely. But you, you know, you have to you have to um, save some for yourself. <laughs> you have there, to, you know, you, you have go. to draw. You have to find that. Yeah, you, know, you have to find that line, or you know, you may lose yourself of who you really are, essentially. So you really have to um, tread the line very, very delicately um, as far as how much you want to allow the um, you know, the public in your private life, because you have nothing left over for yourself at the end of the day if you do allow that to happen. So
1: I'm learning um, that lesson yeah. even in my podcasting <laughs> here too. Yeah, we have to share a lot. Um, one of the things I asked Dante Cole that I want to ask you too is you know, during, I'm not sure if you've gone back to shooting with partners or not, but at least for a period I'm assuming you weren't shooting any scenes with any partners and did you find yourself missing that? Do you like the the actual I working with, with fans? I do.
2: It's funny you ask because I've I found myself really yearning for that, you know, um, collaboration. You know, being on set with my with the crew and us, you know, being like a little family. <clears throat> I just I do miss that. I miss their energy of bouncing off and working off, you know, with other people. And I fear that with this, you know, until we have a vaccine, things aren't going to be the same as what they were. It's so many precautions we have to take now. You know, can't even hug our friends we haven't seen in forever. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's so strange. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how the, the industry changes now. You know,
1: um, post COVID. So so you it's one of those things like, wow. Yeah. you haven't gone back to um, filming with any partners yet. Is that what you're saying? Not yet, no. Got it, got it. Um, <coughs> yeah, you talk a little bit about in the film, so the film's divided for people watching, uh, like I said, the sort of day in the life of D'Angela Jackson, and then it goes into a Q&A that you have with um, a, a couple of the guys, which is also very enlightening. And you mentioned in there that you really miss your fans and I am assuming, can you explain what what some of the th- type of events that you would have been going to? Because you also mentioned that you're somewhat of an introvert. So uh, can you explain that a little bit? <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> I, I, it's like um, I'm a Gemini, so I have, you know. My, oh,
1: here we my, go. Two,
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> I
1: love it. I love you it. Know,
2: uh, you know, D'Angelo Jackson, is he's an alter ego. <clears throat> but also, you know, I, I am who I am. And I'm, I am, you know. I can't be very introverted. and just want to just have my long time and a regroup. But after that, I want to get out there. I want to, you know, um, rub the elbows with my, my peers and with my fans. You know, if I'm out there, you know, go-go dancing or whatever the case may be. I just miss that energy so much. Um, you know, I only wanted a couple weeks off. and Now, you know, it's been four months now. So I'm really, really chomping at the bit to get back out there to uh, get this train moving again because I do, I do miss that energy. And we the- need people, And, you know, so being so, you know, socially distanced from everyone, it's not healthy.
1: What were some of the events that you had to cancel that would have been where you would have met fans?
2: I was going to be in um, Seattle, Washington for their Pride event. I was looking forward to that. Um, Before that, I was going to be back in Las Vegas end of March for um, another event I was going to be hosting. So I was looking forward to closing out those two events and then having a bit of, um, of a vacation before I, I traveled to Montreal to um, do another feature. So, you know, it's just like, okay, <laughs> everything right. just comes to they All you like, darn, so it's everything's just been postponed. I'm hoping, you know, we get back, you know, to some, some sense of normalcy the beginning of next year.
1: Well, you, I mentioned this before, you shot this around springtime uh, of this year um, and I know every day feels like Groundhog Day, but there's a point in your Q&A uh, in the film that people can watch where one of the guys is asking you about speaking of Vegas. I assume you won you you won Best Performer um, at some award show, and he he talks to you if you wanted to, if you wanted to comment on it about being black. I'm assuming is what he was saying and how that's sort of an anomaly in your industry. I couldn't help but think in that since everything that's happened since George Floyd and, you know, have you experienced racial bias at all like in the porn industry or seen it at least?
2: Um, well, I've been in the game, I've been in the industry for over 10 years now, so you can imagine.
1: Yeah, right. Um, I'm pretty you sure out. know the answer. I'm just curious to know what your <laughs> personal experience. Yeah, if you if you care to share anything. Yeah, I've honestly I've been blessed in the sense that I've never
2: overtly got any sort of like racial vibes with anyone that I work with with any company that I work with. Now I've been you know um, stereotyped stereo, or you know cast in you know roles that I think if I wasn't black then I wouldn't have been cast in that role. You know right. Um, and it's just one of those things. Like you know what, we've we've come, we've 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 moved a little bit for as far as race and in the industry. And with you know, with the uh, resurgence of Black Lives Matter, the things have it just it's it's like a earthquake within the industry. You know, um, a lot of eyes are being opened up, um, and you know, companies are taking a step back to figure out how do we best represent African-American males in the gay industries? When I won, when I won Best Actor, I, mean, I was the first black man to win Best Actor in that category, the Gavians. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You know, like, wow, this is, this is, um, but it's like, wow, they, they've, the Gay Gavians have been, I think, for 20 years now. Wow. And so for me to finally be the, you know, the first one that's, that's cracked that door open, I think that's phenomenal, and it it's so much. Yeah. So Congratulations, than Thank you. It's so much, and I was like I said, my, I'm so much more. It's not about me. This is about us. It's about this is what this re- represents for a lot of gay black men. We are not a stereotype, you know. We are more than a fetish or a stereotype, you know. The other thing, I very th- birth-
1: the other thing like I think this. is it makes those that do have any sort of racial bias accountable for their actions, and it's holding, you know, if nothing else, it's holding people accountable for any racial bias they may have and that's and 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 developing the conversation so i I like that Um, absolutely (laughs) you know one of the things um that i love about the film is in at least in your segment is you say quo I, i i love and enjoy what i do i'm passionate about it and um I think that what this film, this documentary, Porn Store Pandemic, at least for me, what it did was, it for all of us that consume porn, I definitely do. It showed that, you know, your work is, it, it, the day in the lives that we all saw in the film showed that you guys are on a schedule, or at least schedules that you create. And it's not like, it, there's a lot of work that goes into it, and a lot of social media, and it's you have to be really. What would you say for somebody? What do you? What would you say to somebody that getting into it is the best part of it, and what's the worst part of it? Well, <laughs> I can only speak for myself, but the
2: best part of it for me and still is um, even after you know ten plus years is the travel. It's the travel and you know uh, meeting different fans and going just just really the people and the travel have been and and my, my co stars have been, you know, something that I've really enjoyed throughout the years. The worst, um for me, because I do have my moments where I am can be very introverted. If it's when I if I wanna go out somewhere and I just can't be left alone sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> just I just wanna just go somewhere like I wanna go to like a bar or somewhere and just be by myself and have me a couple of you no know, cocktails, whatever, right. right. And not you know, hit on anything like that um, or, you know, taking pictures and things like that. It's just, that's the only thing is sometimes I do have my moments where I just want to just be by myself and not bother. And I, I don't – sometimes I don't really have that option because I have to be out there. I have to be promoting. I have to be, you know, posting and just constantly be on, you know, on 10. But besides that, I mean, I, I love this industry. I love – and it's ever-changing. It's 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 always morphing and changing and stuff like that. So it's, it's
1: it always keeps me very um interested and in, um you know intact with it. <laughs> well, on a fun note, um, there's a I know you said offline you haven't seen the film yet, but you do this part where you take a shower, and I took a, a tip from you where you said when you take a shower you don't put the hot the water too hot, and then you don't you dry you pat down your skin and put. Uh, so that the oil that you put on can absorb in. And I did that today. So my skin, thank you very much, D'Angelo, is feeling very soft. And (laughs) I thank you for that tip, Um, D'Angelo. Yes, (laughs) D'Angelo Jackson, I want to thank you so much for doing uh, Sex with Stevie with me today. The film comes out this Tuesday on VOD. We'll continue to promote it. And people can follow you on Twitter and Instagram, correct?
2: That's correct. My, uh, my Instagram is the one D'Angelo Jackson and my Twitter is D'Angelo J-X-X-X.
1: D'Angelo Jackson, thank you so much and um, I wish you more and more success and I'm going to keep following you. Keep up with us too.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome.
1: Awesome. All right. We'll be in touch. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Oh my goodness, he's such a nice guy. He's like so great. (laughs) Did he not come across so awesome? Wow. Um, Like I said, Porn Star Pandemic comes out this Tuesday on all video on-demand platforms. You can watch it um, and come through with the hair, Cody. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I love doing barbershop with my partner. Great foreplay, hot. Okay, Aram. We see you uh let me get some more comments before cody calls in here um jared adler hello how are you um all good let's see i think we are good oh here's some more comments um frank pond thank you for the tan i've been working on it and hair on point i appreciate it I paused, yes, we came back. Dominic Watkins, hello to you. Uh, Looks like we're back up and running, and I think we are good. Um, I hope so, that uh, you can watch us. I'm assuming we're good, yeah. Anyways, um, before Cody calls in here, and he's calling in shortly, I wanted to let you know that um, if you follow us on patreon.com, it's our subscriber-based site, that you get extra special sexy perks at different tiers. It's really fun. You can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And this week, I had a lot of fun. I'm uploading it later tonight. I did a behind the scenes of what goes into putting together an episode of Tag's podcast, uh, the Tuesday show. And it was really fun. It reminded me of this film, Porn Star Pandemic, because they essentially told them to kind of shoot themselves with their phone, and I did everything from Waking up to cooking my morning meal, showing you what I eat on a on a particular day, to doing my yoga with a guy I have a crush on. <laughs> you know, we all have these crushes right now. Uh, to doing dolphin stands, dolphin stands, yep. To what else was I doing in the showering? I showed you my shower curtain, which was a lot of fun because it's of course Tom of Finland. Which, by the way. Um, back... oh. hello, hello, hello,
3: hello, darling,
1: Darling, how are you, Cody, Maurice Doggett? I'm, I'm doing well,
3: darling. Oh, it's so good to hear your voice. It's
1: really good to hear your voice. Happy Thursday. Yeah. Happy Thursday. Um, yeah. our, did you notice that we um went off for a second but we we've been back correct
3: yes you're uh, last time i checked we were all back
1: okay good and i'm just gonna put your tag um first things first though cody maurice Doggett is happy fucking birthday it was yesterday
3: what? <laughs> oh me thank little you little old oh, you who <laughs> oh, me
1: oh yes <laughs>
3: yeah it was good. I just spent it with my mom. She she ordered dinner and we ate and had a good time. My friend sent a a cake
1: here. Oh my
3: to, god! Um, yeah, it was great. It was just fantastic, and we we just bonded and just just relaxed. It's a nice little quarantine birthday, nice and chill and relaxed.
1: I love that. And not to give away too much of your age or anything, but you did have a significant. <laughs> Monumental birthday last year. Last
3: year. So,
1: yes. I guess my question for you is, as I'm pouring myself a glass of wine, I hope you have a cocktail. You uh, know, I do. Okay, good. <laughs> um, my question to you is, um, are you is did this year because it wasn't like the monumental birthday? Do you think of every birthday as the same, or was last year an arch? And I guess my second question, to two, two for here, is, aren't mm-hmm. you kind of glad that you're? Your main birthday, your monumental birthday was last year? Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 and yes. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) good. To keep it simple yes, yes, and yes.
3: Spain for my birthday. We had a wonderful time in speeches. It's just beautiful. And this year I had a friend who turned my age. Uh, (laughs) She had a monumental birthday this year and we made it special for her, but I still feel like it's, there was more that we could do, or I wish that there was more that we could do as far as making it a special day for her and a special year for her, considering it was such a monumental birthday. So
1: yeah. Wow. Yeah, no. And, and as we, and as this crazy thing keeps going on, and I've got a January birthday with a monumental birthday coming up, is I might be in the same boat where it's like, oh yeah. I know. Subdu- I did not think that the, it was going to last this long. I was like, oh, for my birthday,
3: I'll be totally fine. I'll be able to go out and have a good time. But but no, here we are. We're uh, I'm still in the house.
1: Yeah, I know I was uh, in about a month. I was about to get on a friend of mine who's turning 50 said all you have to do is buy your airline ticket and he was getting this huge like um, like below debt like a yacht for 20 people and we were Mm -hmm. gonna be in the Mediterranean and all we had to do was get Ourselves there and I was on board. I was ready to go. I had tickets and everything and as you know he he fortunately You know, I think early on in the COVID, it it was devastating and we all thought, oh my God, no, we have to, you know, we'll be fine. And then as it kept going on, I think we just, our mentality changed a little bit. Even mine's changed that, you know, even if January comes around um, and which it will, and my birthday will come around that, you know, I'm just gonna, I think our notions of things like birthdays and everything's changed, even our mentality, do you agree?
3: Now that you mention
1: mentioned it, like I was kind of already in the
3: mindset. I've been I'm actually luckier than the people that had birthdays in like March or April because I have been I've had this long to be to get prepared to not really be able to celebrate like I normally would. Right. So, yeah, I, I totally get that.
1: Well, all right. Let's get into today's show. We've got a lot to cover here. Um, first of all, did all you right. did you happen to hear any of my interview with D'Angelo Jackson about the film yeah. porn star pandemic? Yeah.
3: I love him, by the way. Uh... Really? <laughs> Don't we all? I, I know. <laughs> I was sit, I was sitting here drooling. So um, thank you for that.
1: <laughs> okay. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I More of, of D'Angelo Jackson, please. <laughs> <laughs> I know and, and such a nice guy, too, I think so he, sweet you know, one of the things that I think people will like about this film, porn Star Pandemic is the documentary is that the the guys that they got to showcase their lives, even though they show a lot on social media, they kind of got to do a little bit more and show the insides of a daily a a day in the life and i know my sister and i we've always loved a day in the life a slice of life yeah just a little peek into a window and since so many of us obviously watch porn this film is very timely because so many of us have watched porn and now we're going to get to get a little glimpse into their lives and it's not like they're shooting sex scenes all day long and i Mm -hmm. think the takeaway for me is like wow there are you've got to be really professional to be in this industry. Anybody that thinks the porn industry is like, you know, fun and games, think again. Yeah, you said
3: you, that they have to have a schedule. And I was like, well, he's doing better than me because my schedule is shot to <laughs> hell right about
1: now. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, um, a friend of mine said something to, to me. Hey, Cody, oh, I'm going to ask you um okay and i hope it's not offensive or anything but um hey cody what do you call a top that acts like a bottom (laughs) (laughs) this isn't directed at you by any way shape or form (laughs) what do you call a top that acts more like a bottom so um is this a knock-knock joke (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of that yeah it's kind of that
3: um so my my good girlfriend in Well, first my of all, do you yes. know what the answer is? I don't know what the answer is. I was just right, going to make up something. <laughs> let me tell you the answer
1: first, and then you can tell me. The answer oh, is a blouse. Okay. A blouse. I
3: was going to say a blouse. That's oh, where well, I was going with my story. Well, see,
1: <laughs> I actually, I like that answer, and I laughed. But I was going to say a crop top. Do you what? like that answer?
3: I like blouse better. All right. Well, that's the real it's a, answer. It's, it's a feminine <laughs> top.
1: A, feminine a crop
3: top. top isn't,
1: and a crop top. All right, all right. Do you get it? Crop top. Okay, blouse. Anyway, thank you. That
3: was it. Was so cute. <laughs> I think crop tops are can be very masculine. Uh, since the eighties are coming back.
1: Do you love the answer, blouse? <laughs> uh,
3: the blouse is one hundred percent the answer. A feminine top.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You were going to say something, though, before this. What were you going to say about that? Uh,
3: T.S. Madison came up with that, uh, a blouse. Really?
1: Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Wow. A feminine topic called a blouse. Interesting. Interesting. Well, okay, so do you want to go through a few hot topics before we get into our fun game that we're going to play today? I'm ready. Okay, all right. Well, the first one, this isn't really that surprising, but according to Newsweek, narcissists and psychopaths are more likely to refuse to wear masks, says new research. And I I know that doesn't really sound that surprising, but there's essentially two recent studies out right now looked at the relationship between personality traits and reactions to restrictions put in place to slow the spread of coronavirus. And researchers found that people possessing so-called dark triad traits—narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellian—oh, wait, how do you say that word? Machiavellianism. <laughs> that's a hard word for me to say. We're less likely. Machiavellianism. Yes, thank you. We're <laughs> less likely to comply with restrictions or engage in preventative measures against the pandemic. So, however, researchers also emphasize the small role personality traits have on the overall response to the pandemic restrictions like face masks mandates and social distancing requirements um, and b- both studies combined surveyed uh combined surveyed more than a thousand people uh this was in poland though we should note that um, mm-hmm. and let me just read a couple other things that i The study used a combination of existing diagnostic tools for evaluating dark triad traits and a health belief scale modified to evaluate people's perceptions regarding the severity of and their susceptibility to COVID-19. And finally, researchers asked questions to to determine how likely participants were on a one to four scale from definitely, definitely not to definitely yes to engage in both preventative measures like decontamination and hoarding measures like stockpiling food. So um, in general, you get where I'm going with this study that- um, Totally. And I guess my question to you on this Mm -hmm. is, does this surprise you that that kind of personality, a narcissistic type of personality uh, would does that surprise you that they wouldn't want to wear a mask and that they'd be the ones Not to... at all. Really? Okay. Why? Not
3: in the least because the more you think about those personality types, the things that, that are associated with those personality types, like being self-involved, not really caring about the other people, mm-hmm. then that, it, that just goes to show you it falls right in line with not wanting to wear a mask, not really caring if other people, as long as I'm good, then at the rest of the world, basically. So if I was right in line with what I think of a narcissist or what was the other thing that you said?
1: Well, the Machiavellian thing. Mac- <laughs> uh, Mac- yeah. Machiavellian, yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and I think my viewpoint on it is that I've said this before. I'm not sure if I've said this on this show or text podcast, but in, certainly in all conversations with my friends that if there was ever a time to be American, it's now, and to wear a mask is really being American, whether it's-, it's super patriotic it's right patriotic. now. patriotic. To wear a mask. And nobody in my hemisphere, as I do this circle around my head, probably yeah. ever thought of me as very patriotic, but I think I've been one of the most patriotic people as you and people, in, at least in our bubble, have been. And yeah. I find it interesting that it's really pulling up the underbelly like the inflammation of America if you will that it's showing this ugly underbelly side of people that were the first i feel in pre-pandemic to wave the flag and express their americana that are now the ones that are oh don't tell me to wear a mask and don't tell me what to not to get together with my friends and heaven forbid we not we have a summer where you know we don't we we can't party, and I don't know, it's it's kind of angry to our me. hearts' content,
3: yeah, and be silly in the streets. But you know, it just goes to show you, um, those types of people they are very self involved. So, I, I totally see what that article is saying. So,
1: well, moving on to another. Dumb and Dumber here, but we got to talk about it. Uh, And this one's a little bit more in our hemisphere. I know I sent you a link earlier to read up on this story. Instinct Uh. Instinct Magazine came up with this story and it's um, essentially a a former porn story, might still be one, or he was until he lost his job, until the studio Mm -hmm. dropped him. Um, But it's essentially a story, the the, uh, Randy, Slovacek wrote this piece on one person tweeted, as a gay, we don't claim him. Porn studio agrees and fires O'Brien. I'll just read uh, for people a little bit and we'll discuss, Cody. Um, uh, Let me find that, essentially. So a video shared on social media shows a confrontation between a driver and a pedestrian that escalates to violence after the driver realized he was being captured on video calling Calling a black sanitation worker a fuck, an effing n-word, if you can believe it. And I watched the video, and it was horrifying seeing this. Uh, The incident took place in New York City, here in New York City, on the Upper East Side over the weekend. After shouting the racist slur, the driver noticed a pedestrian was recording the ugliness. I'd call it more than ugliness. He goes, Are you recording me? asked the driver. Yeah, says the pedestrian. Why? the driver asked. In a pretty spot on assessment, the p- pedestrian replied, because, of, because you're an asshole. And he goes, I'm an asshole, honey. Look in the mirror. And anyway, it went on to the point where the driver said, You know, keep filming me. He's a former, let's get his name here. Uh, I don't know if you have it, Cody handy uh, I can pull it up. Pull it up. Well, I, I'll tell the rest of the story. He essentially challenged the guy filming him, like a lot of these Karens that we've been seeing, and challenged him. Well, why are you filming me? Because I'm going to just go back and, you know, talk to my fans. And wait, he, his
3: his real name or his porn name? Tell us both,
1: was. Cody. So, um, I thought it was Joseph O'Brien
3: was his real name, but it says Justin here on the Instinct magazine. So Justin, or if you see a Justin Orr or a Joseph O'Brien, you just be, just um, know how they are in real life like and, and give them all the shade. But his <laughs> porn name is Dustin Gold and he worked with um, Helix Studios.
1: Okay, yes, exactly, exactly. And um, just making sure we're still alive and we are. Okay, good. So I think the clincher to that story was he ended up, getting out of the car and grabbing um essentially assaulting the guy filming him grabbed the phone and threw it and somebody else captured that on video too so and he threw this guy's phone which i think is could be a like a criminal offense
3: (laughs) i hope i hope he gets to number one that is very much assault so uh if he needs a good lawyer, I know a couple, but not, <laughs> just because I happen to be friends with him, not because I Okay, <laughs> it was, Cody, what did you,
1: I mean, I think we dissected that story. And I've told the story well enough for people to follow along. What did, you, I know you watched the video and you read the story. What were your first thoughts when you saw that? So
3: when you first sent me the story, I did not want to watch the video. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I had, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, but I'm so glad I did. Uh, that word triggers me so much. So I did not want to watch the video. Um, but I'm glad I watched it. Because once I saw him throw that man's phone on the floor, I was like, I would have whipped his (laughs) ass. (laughs) It's my first thought. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And yes. And then my second thought was that man has a lot of like, self hate and anger issues. So that's why because at one point he goes to the to the guy, the guy that's filming him, oh, are you gay? And then he goes, well, and the man says no, and he says, well, you look like it, which says to me personally um, that he has a lot of um, issues with his own sexuality and his acceptance of his
1: sexuality. Oh, so he's got a lot, looks- a lot. He's got a lot more than that. He's got anger. He's got he's- all the all the issues
3: <laughs>
1: in that car that looked like it was about to break down. Um, oh
3: my God! Just see the big dent on the side of the car. It was horrendous.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't. It was. But you know what? I am all about this. This cancel. Cu- you know what? To me, it's not cancel culture because people get mad at like, oh my God, you can't say anything, you can't do this, you can't do that. It's like no. It, I said this with DeAngelo Jackson in a minute ago, it's about holding people accountable for their that actions. That is what I was going to say. Okay, well, yes. that's why we're 100%. friends. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: about holding people accountable. I was, when you said that, I was like, yes, yeah, I don't have to say it now.
1: Thank you. <laughs> and that's all we got to spend on that tired ass. Okay. Because we got a lot to all do. Right. We got to play a game here. Um, all right, let's go. First I'm of ready. all, before we play our game, Cody, what do you and I pour some wine? What do you think of my hair? <laughs> you know, I love your hair. boo. Uh, you look so good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> giving
3: me Maluma vibes. over okay. There. okay. We have a
1: mutual friend that did my hair and I'm very <laughs> excited that he did. And he did a great job and I'm very happy and it's just fun. All right. Cody, are you ready to play? It's your idea on this game here. It was it's just... my
3: idea. I'm really nervous. Now. Are you ready, Cody, <laughs> to play two
1: lies and one truth? No, two truths and one oh, lie. Oh shit!
3: Did you did you do it backwards?
1: I did it backwards. <laughs> Wait, two truths. Wait, let me read my. <laughs> Hold on. Let me read my first question. Um... Okay. Well, you tell me how you did it, and I'll. I'll well, guess can we play it, it my we'll... way? I think I did. <laughs> We play I, my did, way. I did. I <laughs> did. Well, well, only because I did it this way. I did two lies and one truth.
0: Okay, so I can come which... up with a lie very
1: quickly. don't okay, worry. so I on got... mine, so we'll go back and forth. You have to guess at least on my game. Let's play. Let's so we don't confuse our audience. Let's play me first, and then we'll go to you. Okay. Two lies and one truth. Sorry. Yeah. So I have, and the, and therefore I have to pick the truth. I yes. Like the three. Yes. Oh, I, you know okay. numbers and stuff like this. My mind always gets that like discombobulated, but here we go. Um, I'm the most horny, Cody, after I work out, in the morning, Mm -hmm. or before bed. Two of them are lies, one of them is truth. I am the most horny after I work out, in the morning, or before I go to bed.
3: Okay, one of them is the truth, I think the truth is Um, you're the most horny when you
1: wake up. Oh my God, you're right. You know me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I had
3: to rearrange the way I was thinking about this I know.
1: Okay. Oh, shoot. Oh,
0: (laughs) I
3: wanted to come up with a a caveat too. If I get it right, then you have to take a drink. And if you get mine and if I, you know, you know, leave it a drink again. And
1: leave it to me. I was already like sipping, but okay, good. I'm glad I'm playing the right.
3: Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, good. All right. Cody, All now, right. question... Two, oh, wait. Oh, should we go to you now? Two, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, do, let's go back lies, Two so, lies for me. So now i got to figure out which two lies? Two lies and one truth, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm focused, okay. I think.
3: All right, all right. So, um, I won Prime King at a gay prom. I came out to my mother via text and I can count the number of times I bottomed on one hand, which one is the truth? The last one, I can't, no, that's not the truth. You got to take a drink now.
1: Oh, right. Sorry, the, because you're 80 20, is, and I guess the, the, the 20 is really coming through. I think we need to rethink so, that 80 20, and it's more like 60 40, mister.
3: So, what <laughs> happened was okay, so. What's it, the, I, right, what's said, the. It's a trick question, because the truth is, I won a prom king at a gay prom.
1: You so won was prom king at a gay prom. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. At what? During high school?
3: Um, it was after high school. It was like, I was in college, but we had a gay prom because we didn't, um, back in the 1800s, we didn't have, we didn't have like (laughs) a space for gay people. So we made a, (laughs) but, uh, the reason that I can count the I I can't count the number of times I bottomed on one hand is because I used to be in a relationship and he
1: was more of a top, but I, I topped more, I, I bottomed more with him. So and, and you're it's also happened
3: multiple, multiple times.
1: And then you're also telling us you came out to, two lies. Okay, you did not come out to your mom in a text.
3: I did not come okay, out to yeah. my mom in a text.
1: Okay. And reading some notes here from people. Um, Greg Bender says, um, Happy belated Happy belated birthday, Cody.
3: Thank you, Craig.
1: Vivian Mead says, Happy belated birthday, Cody Maurice Doggett.
3: Thank
1: you, Vivian. So you're getting some birthday wishes as we go. Okay, I think it's my turn. And now we're playing two lies and one truth. I love how I changed this game up. That okay. Um, So there's going to be two lies and only one truth in this. All right. Okay, boo. All right, I'm ready. Okay, I've dated a guy 20 years younger than me. I've dated a, a famous Hollywood agent. I've dated a guy in Mexico so one of those is a lie or sorry Wait, one of I those thought- is the truth okay i'm <laughs> <laughs> so bad at those. it's all good so like we're so having I, a good time yes and i date- you,
3: you're and you're drinking <laughs> thank you yes
1: so i've dated a guy 20 years younger than me i've dated a famous hollywood agent and i've dated a guy in mexico um two of those are lies and yeah two lies and one truth Yeah. So the truth, I think, is you dated a famous Hollywood agent. I did. Oh, my God, you're right. Oh,
3: so this I am You amazing. are
1: good. <laughs> you are good. And this the, is
3: why I wanted to play.
1: <laughs> and the backstory on that, I'm not going to say his name, but he's, he's, for people, I've talked a little bit about it, I think, on Tag's podcast before, that, if anybody watches like the golden globes or the academy awards this is an agent that they that some stars like Nicole Kidman or Tom Cruise often mention his name like they thank him i mean i'm not thinking that i don't care anymore he's we're actually friendly and it's all good but it was an interesting time period because i went to hollywood to be an actor and this was at a time when i wasn't an actor anymore so i didn't it wasn't like, ooh, yay, I'm, I'm made. It was interesting to be around somebody on that on that Hollywood level when I wasn't really on that level. And it was, I have a lot to say on it, but not right now. <laughs> All right, Cody. <laughs> but it's time to play, oh, go ahead. My question is two truths and one lie. Two truths and one lie. Okay, I got to Are pi- you ready? I got to pick the lie.
3: No, wait. Oh, wait. No, you have we're, we're keeping it consistent for the, for the audience. So okay. Two li- two lies and one truth.
1: Okay, I'll find the truth.
3: Okay, find the truth. All right, so I won my fleshlight in a masturbation contest. <laughs> <laughs> 69 is my favorite position in, in sex. And, uh, hold on, I gotta find another truth. Oh, wait, I have to find another lie, right?
1: Um, well, I don't know if the truth or the lie. Or... <laughs> oh shit.
3: <laughs> okay, all right. Um, sorry, I'm getting confused now. I <laughs> I Okay, 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 I got it now. All right, okay, two lies and one truth, right? Yes. I love 69. Okay. I won my fleshlight in a masturbation contest. Okay. And I've been in a threesome before.
1: What was the first one?
3: Um, I I love sixty nine and I won my flesh life. The truth the is
1: state, you America. love sixty nine. <laughs> good job. Okay. Good job. And because this we're <laughs> stressing each other out on this, I'm gonna take a sip anyway. <laughs> you got to take a sip, Mr. Maurice. I already... Oh, I just did. I just
3: took a sip. Don't worry.
1: Okay, so we're doing Two Lies and One Truth. Your turn, right?
3: I thought it was your turn.
1: Yeah, I'm going to ask you, right?
3: Oh, it's 10.59 now.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, exactly. We're going to get this game. We've got some fun games to uh next week right (laughs) that won't confuse Uh us and we'll get on the same page although (laughs) i think it was fun watching cody maurice target happy happy birthday and thank you darling absolutely so much i miss Uh, you and we will i'll see you soon
3: happy 21st birthday to me yeah yeah um, oh yeah (laughs) yeah
1: all right (laughs) i love you and i'll talk to you soon i love you too i'll talk to you soon okay all right Bye bye Oh, my God. So much fun. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's Sex with Stevie.
0: Um, Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing if you get a single.